cliffcentral.com On radio On radio More of the good stuff cliffcentral.com Welcome back to the good stuff Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself Brent Lindy Q the good things guy um, I'm just sorting out mics here so if it takes a little while to get into this um, the producer's running in she's coming to make sure that my mic volumes are right at the beginning of every show, I bring you all the relevant news that mainstream media are sharing. It usually consists of corruption, crime, bad news, more corruption, more crime. Sometimes our president, a little bit of more corruption, a little bit of more crime. But that's not all the cuck that we talk about. That's what mainstream media bring you. The good stuff is all about good news and inspirational stories. And our main aim is to give you something a little bit better to, to speak about when you're at the dinner table or around your water cooler at work. And I think now more than ever, we're heading towards the end of the year. We need to feel inspired. It's tough, man. It's, it's 12 months of graft that you in and you're working and it's this constant barrage of, you know, um, re- relevant stuff and real stuff and, and that life stuff. So our show is here to bring you just a little bit of maybe a breath of fresh air, if I can call it that. Um, this week we've got some really cool stories. There are taxi drivers that have done amazing stuff. They've been trending on social media. We're going to bring you a bit about that. Um, Rack 16, I don't know if you guys remember, but three years ago, I did something very crazy, um, and, and it went viral, and I was on CNN and BBC and all of these great things, and it's put me in a position where, like today, I can sit in front of the radio and bring you really good stories, um, but that whole thing that happened, I say this when I'm, when I'm doing my talks, um, which I'm, I'm also proud enough to be able to do now because of that, and one of the things that I always say is it's not about me, so yes, stuff happened. And yes, I was put out there. It's not about me. And um, I woke up on Monday morning, someone had sent me a message and tagged me in this post thing, whatever. And I actually, I was just overrun with emotion because it reminded me that that simple act of being kind that I hadn't even planned or thought about really did create a massive change. And the update uh, is about a woman down in Cape Town who lost a 70 year old woman who lost her complete house in a fire. And because of the neck nominations, rack nominations ordeal, um, they managed to rebuild. She didn't have any insurance. They managed to rebuild her entire house and, um, and people just jumped on board and, and they were so giving that they restocked her whole house. She's not just a 70 year old granny. She looks after 14 underprivileged orphan kids that lived in that house with her. And during the time that they didn't have, um, they didn't have a roof because it's like a, a Cape Town two-story sort of small little slim building. In that time, there were 12 of the kids sleeping in one sort of lounge area and then her and another person sleeping in the other area. And, and they lived like that for a good year until they could sort of fix everything. And I got this message um, that in the three years since then – it's a complete turnaround and, and she's opened up the orphanage to even more kids and it's just this generous South African feel good Christmas story, I think. Um, and it's a reminder that we can all be a little bit kinder to each other. I'm going to shut up now because I'm, I'm carrying on about the story a little bit too much. We're also going to bring you, uh, your top five good news stories of the week. Um, 
which is, is something that I love doing. I, I report on a whole bunch of good news all week and, uh, I get to decide which are the top five that I want to bring you that, um, might inspire you as well. I'm so inspired myself. I'm so flippin' proudly South African and, um, I'm so excited to have the girls in studio. Kerry's not here today. She's, uh, she's busy doing charity work because this is what we do. We all try to put our hands in where we can. So instead I've roped in good old Kirsten Page from Huddle Up. Usually they're coming at the end of the show, and today they're here at the beginning, and for the whole show. Yes, thank Hello. you. Hello. What's happening, ladies? <laughs> We're good, thank you. Thank How's you everything going? Sure. Another day. Yeah. <laughs> Another day. I'm glad, I'm glad I could catch you, because, yeah, I mean, this is literally your busiest time of the year when you're doing all your Christmas stuff, and really getting out there and, and doing good. Mm. And um, I'm just glad that I could have caught you this morning and been like, do you want to come to the show? Do you want to spend some time with me? Come into studio, it'll be rad. Of course. It's always such a pleasure to be here. So man, oh you. man. So it's really cool to have you here. Um, Alright, so a couple of things. If you want to get involved with the conversation, if you if this is your first time listening and perhaps you don't know, you can tweet us at Cliff Central. CliffCentral.com. I was going to say CliffCentral.com. There's no dot in it. Tweet. Uh, CliffCentral.com or myself, Brent Linda Q. You can also send us a message via our official WeChat account or give us a call on 0861 We want to get involved. We want you to be involved in the conversation. Um, every week we start off the show, we just kick it off with a couple of things to catch up on. And the first being Cliff Central Carols. Uh, I saw Gareth singing yeah. Did you guys see all of those yes. videos and the photos? Amazing. And man, oh man, the, the, the whole entire thing is going to be put up in a podcast. That's so if you visit cliffcentral.com, you'll be able to download it. We had Proverb. We had the winner of Idols. Uh, she sang a duet with Gareth Cliff, which was unbelievable. <laughs> was, I was like, my, voice. my yeah. boss can sing. What? Are you joking? Um, we had the Soweto Gospel Choir. Uh, we had a couple of the shows here at Cliff Central that did their own um, sort of singing and, and rapping and Tamisha Musha and Candice Mama. And there were all these great people. Um, I got asked to host this year's event, which was flippin' rad, um, to sort of be on stage and just having fun with the crowd. And uh, it was an amazing kickoff to Christmas. If you guys, I mean, carols is about that, right? Yeah. That's that's the time of year that really just brings it all together, and and now I can't I can't wait till next year. You want to do it all over again? I want to do it all over again. <laughs> Another twelve months. I, I, actually, I actually said not only did it make me feel like totally like I was in the Christmas spirit, but it also inspired me for my first New Year's resolution, sure. which is going to singing lessons. Really? Oh. Okay. I, 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 didn't the, know you wanted to, okay. I didn't want to, but the talent on that stage, man. It's incredible. Inspires you. It was just incredible. As long as you're not tone deaf. Then they say everyone can sing as long as you're not tone deaf. Cursed, so. I might be tone deaf. You see that? <laughs> Cursed, watch a lot of X Factor. She knows what she's looking for. The you. voice. <laughs> the voice. Last year, when I was, uh, when I did Cliff Central Carols, I was in the choir. And then, um, this year when we were busy, like, practicing and rehearsing and starting for the pre-production, um, I got told that I kind of couldn't be on the choir. Oh, so no, I think I'm tone no. deaf. <laughs> and that's why, that's why I'm going to go, that's why I'm going to go to, Just uh. Just listen to the podcast and kind of like this December holidays, jam around and sing and. What, um. <laughs> test those tunes. What, what is it called? Bank. The, pe- the pentatonics. Those guys have released like the acapella version of all the Christmas carols. Oh my goodness. Um, so talented. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to try and, and sort of copy them. <laughs> that's my aim. That's my main aim. All right. So, um, other things that are happening that's relevant right now that we can catch up on. I don't know if you girls have seen those memes that are running around all over social media at the moment. The mean memes. Mm. 
the mean the horrible memes. ones. We can call them the mean memes. Social media is a scary place. Yeah. Social media is a scary place, and it, it, you know, you can get sucked in mm. so quickly to something so silly. Um, but there's a there's a good news story out of this, and it's it's actually flipping cool. To, to see the other side of it, right? It's perspective. Hashtag reality check. So there's this meme going around where they take what a society would maybe perhaps stick into a box where they would go, that's not pretty. Mm. A girl or a guy that looks a little bit different, uh, that is overweight, that's perhaps wearing something that's unconventional. And in it, um, I don't know who started it. I actually wish I knew. Because mm. they, they, I mean... They must feel like downright prats right now. Yeah. So in in this specific one, um, the internet trolls. The, well, that's what they are, right? Mm. Trolls are real. When we were when we were hearing fairy tales when we were younger, yeah. and people were speaking about trolls that live under bridges, they don't live under bridges. No. They live behind screens. Yeah. Is where they they actually live. So um, th- this specific meme, it tagged a motivational speaker. Her name is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher her surname. So I'm I'm really sorry. Um, she's. Lizzie, which is easy enough, Velasquez, maybe. Lizzie Velasquez. That sounds... Maybe. Um, (laughs) So she's from America, and she's got this disease that she was born with. Doctors have no idea what it is. They have no idea what's caused it. There's only two people in the world that suffer from it, and she's one of them. They don't even have a name for it, they say. They don't. They don't. It's rare. Um, She cannot put on weight. So her metabolism is so fast that she can eat whatever she possibly wants and she cannot put on weight. But because of that, she's never weighed more than 30 kilograms her whole life. Imagine being an adult and weighing 30 kilograms, right? You're going to look, your face is going to look like skin and bone. And, and she's quite famous. If you see a pic of her, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. So in 2000, she's lived, she's lived with us all her life. I mean, she did a motivational talk in, in, uh, I'm going to lie to you with the date. In 2014, she did a motivational talk for TEDx. And she stood up and she said, I've been, I've dealt with bullies my whole life. My first day of school, of, of nursery school, my parents had brought me up um, normal. So they had never treated me any differently. I'm blind in one eye. Um, I'm really skinny. Like, she's got all these things that come with it. But she thought she was stock standard because she's no, she is normal. My normal is different to your normal. Mm. And she walked into nursery school. She walked up to a girl who she thought, man, this, this girl looks cool at four years old. This girl looks cool. I'm going to be friends with her. She walked up to her and she s- explains it like the other girl looked at her like a monster. Oh, man. And Lizzie didn't think, f- feel sorry for herself. She looked at this other little girl and she went, you're mean. Yeah. I'm going to go find someone else to play with. <laughs> Good for her. And she did. She Good found someone else. So she's dealt with bullying her whole life. It's, it's, it's been her... I'm not going to say her story because it's not her story, but it's something that she's had to deal with her whole life. And in 2004, while she was in university, someone made a YouTube video that's had over a billion views now. It was eight seconds long. It had no sound to it. It was her picture and it said, this is the ugliest woman in the world. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Just Imagine that was you, right? Mm. Imagine that was you. So these Keep memes on, on these memes on, and, and, and I'm setting it up so you understand. So these memes are going around and, and the one that, that, that she saw at three o'clock in the morning while she was laying in her bed on Facebook was a picture of her, just her. And it said, Michael said he would meet me behind the tree for a bit of fun. He's running late. 
would someone please tag him and tell him I'm still waiting? And the whole idea is, okay. is you're supposed to be like, oh, well, I'm friends with a Michael and here's this ugly chick. Let's tag Michael and laugh. Mm. That's horrible. But Lizzie was laying in bed and she saw a picture of herself in this position. I can imagine how your world just stops, absolutely stops when you see that. Well, it, it didn't for her because she's, I think she was brought into this world to make us think differently. And she posted at three o'clock in the morning. This is what she posted. I've seen a ton of memes like this all over Facebook recently. I'm writing this post not as someone who is a victim, but as someone who is using their voice. Yes, it's very late at night. And as I type this, but I do so as a reminder that the innocent people that are being put in these memes are probably up just as late scrolling through Facebook and feeling something that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Mm. No matter what we look like or what size we are, at the end of the day, we are all human. I ask that you keep that, that in mind the next time you see a viral meme of a random stranger. At the time, you might find it hilarious, but the human in the photo is probably feeling the exact opposite. Mm. Spread love, not hurtful words via your screen. XOXO, Lizzie. That's so special. Very powerful message. Yeah. Very well. powerful message. Easy. Mad crazy. It, yeah. it just, it's a different perspective, right? And then when she posted that, I mean, that's been shared hundreds of thousands of times. And people have now removed themselves from those tags. They're like, I don't want to be associated with yeah. that. That's kind of cuck, actually. Yeah. Um, and then she like posted another video later on, which has had over a million views in 24 hours. Oh, just really? thanking everybody yeah. for being so positive. The one thing, um, and it's the top comment under her post, yeah. is the most heartbreaking. It's her mom. Oh, man. And she says, her mom says, as Lizzie's mom, this hurts beyond words. Oh, shame. But I stand with you, my girl, to say spread love, please. Oh, so oh. special. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I've got Paige crying in studio. Um, I just, I think it's powerful. And I think if we can change our perspective as human beings, in, in the article I wrote, it's 2016 people. Do we really need to be telling each other to be nice humans? Yeah. Thank you. Why, why is it that we, it seems just archaic that everyone's, you know, why? I don't understand it. Sorry, I've just gotten quite emotional here. Sorry, it, yeah, it doesn't. No, it, is. it doesn't make sense. And and social media is a is a funny place yeah. because um so, for some reason and what it, whatever the reason is I can't begin to tell you, but for some reason we take everything we see either as fact mm -hmm. or as it's anonymous. We like it's not can't be real. It's anonymous, yeah. man. That mm -hmm. stuff is you know. Well, I think good for Lizzie. And, and, um, yeah, there needs to be more people that use their voice and stand up for themselves. We love Lizzie. Yeah. yeah. We love incredible. her. And I just, I just love how everybody else has turned around now and gone. Like, I actually, what were we doing, yeah. guys? Why are we being so silly? Think about um, what you say, a million views in, in 24 hours, the type of support that people can just gives you a bit of, of, a bit of hope in society, being able to see that they, you know, you've got the one side of social media that can be very harming, but the other side of this collective mm. energy together and everyone's saying we want to, you know, come together, come together. Come yeah. together. Uh, well, that's the thing with social media. And, um, the other thing that was trending last week was that poor little alien animal oh, that shame. everybody yeah. was I sharing the I video. I couldn't even, didn't even look. I saw it and I couldn't even look at, I couldn't even click on the article or open it. So, so there was the shame. video and the picture that was going around of this really shame. weird looking animal in a cage. Oh. And and the thing that came with it is people were saying, not people, it was one person. So, like, we know where this comes from. One oak uh, put this up, and his message accompanying the video said, a very unseen strange animal has been caught in Kerala, which is India. Mm. It apparently 
uh, uh, it's apparently eaten it's eating all animals, including humans. Um, there's four of them on the loose. We've only caught one. Like really making people, it's fear mongering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fear mongering. So ridiculous. And everybody was sharing this video. Even South Africans were like, what is it? This Shame. thing's crazy. What is it? Looks so scared. So this is what I did. And, and as a, as a writer or a blogger or whatever you want to call me, I looked at that. And the first thing I thought is that's not real. First of all, mm-hmm. there's a story behind it. Yeah. I, I screen grabbed the picture of the the alien animal in the cage, and I posted it into YouTube, um, into Google, because you yeah. know you can search images. Yes, yes, yeah. So everybody listening, you can actually physically search images. You go to Google Images, you click upload, you upload the image, and it links you to where that image belongs. And thousands of articles came up about the fact that this was fake news. Mm. The other side is it's not a fake animal. So it's fake news because it's not in India. It's not this alien. It's actually from Borneo. And it's a, a sun bear that was diseased. Mm. She'd lost all her hair. And, and like a week before um, they'd caught her, they'd seen her in the, in the fields. They thought she, oh my God, it's an alien. It's sort of crazy. Mm. And they, the rumors had spread. And then someone went, no, it's a sun bear. And mm. she's sick. She and they're, a, they're a, um, endangered species. Like we need to be looking after them. So they caught her to help her. She, she, there was no pain or suffering. Yeah. They caught her to help her. They took her to a research facility. She lived there for about six months where they um, lived a great life. They really looked after her. Oh, and she good. passed away uh, from cancer, but also from old age. Yeah. She wasn't a baby bear. She was an old, old, old Shame. granny bear. And that's the story behind this alien animal that everybody's sharing on like for real guys oh no I shouldn't understand I mean uh, what did they say that only 10% of the world wants to f- further educate themselves or read or go above the is that the stat something like that <laughs> and all of this uh, sharing of fake news and stuff it's just like why don't people just just post it do five extra minutes and see what you are actually sharing what do you get out of it by creating a fake story and an telling article. people incorrect news I mean there's companies now going you. around and sifting through the internet saying this is fake, this is you real. You know what it is? Mm. So, And I'll tell you what it is. As human beings, we want to be um, first in the know. Mm. So if you if you see something that someone else hasn't, like the time that that fake news is going around, that the minister says we can only bath once a week or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Something really <laughs> stupid. So so you haven't seen it before on your feed, maybe. Yeah. And you want to be like, oh, I'm I'm in the know. Like I'm I'm <laughs> number one. I'm carte blanche. <laughs> I'm gonna share this. And then you share it without thinking. Yeah. And the reason you share it is because we've become addicted to likes. And reactions. We've become addicted to it. We want it. We yeah. want people to like our post and share it and put it around and all of those things. So, um, so that, I mean, that's social media and, and it's what, it's not the only thing that we're about. Uh, here on the good stuff, we're also about something called the good news. And every week, um, we bring you top five good news stories that we can just chat about and really hit home. It's background music. The girls are dancing. It's just a little bit of, it's a little bit of background music (laughs) for the the top five. And usually Kerry's here. So I always go, Kerry, what do we have at number five? (laughs) And then I usually get a reaction like, no, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) Kerry's good. I miss her, man. Uh, So number five, you know, this is a sad story, but it's got a sort of alternate side. Uh, South African YouTuber who passed away was honored in the most Hectic way. Is this just, is, is this day, am I not doing it for you? Like. No, you are. It's like shame. No, this, that, that was a special, um, 
honoring. Yeah. So I, I didn't know him, but um, apparently a lot of people did. Andy Carey. Andy Carey was an incredible South African, a content creator, a digital YouTube, Instagram, and a photographer. He traveled around the world. People followed him. Yeah. He had crazy socks, apparently, that he used to take his photos in. He was an adventurist, and he absolutely loved life. Like every epic single moment of life he lapped it up and his life was tragically cut short uh, at 28 years old on Saturday the 3rd of December Um, he was allegedly hit by a drunk driver in Durban and um, he died sort of two or three days later and my social media feeds were filled with Andy with Andy and people were going like hashtag live like Andy Uh, they were all like enjoy life get in there do it and I'd seen it on social media but I didn't I didn't I didn't know if there was a story there I didn't know it's sad this this is not good news what I what I did see um, his parents put out a call on on sort of a their social media platforms and they just said join us join us in memory of him um, we're going to go down to Durban Beach uh, by Oshaka and he loved paddle boarding so it was hundreds of people mm. rocked up on the beach and they all put um, flowers onto their paddle boards and they boarded out as far as they could and they did speeches in the middle of the ocean Beautiful. and everybody cried and everybody laughed and they all left a bit of themselves um, there for Andy and what I've taken from it is that each and every person um, that either knew him was there or has seen this post since mm-hmm. has been inspired by him. 100%. Right? Yeah. The impact that he's had on people is incredible. Everybody wants to live like Andy now. Yeah. Which is amazing. Beautiful. It's amazing. I'm gonna put that, I'm gonna put that story up online. I do every week so that you guys can see. The reason I want you to actually go and see this is because there's a video yeah, of it all footage. happening. Yeah. There's footage. Um, and a couple of photos and it is moving. It's, it's incredibly moving to see people come together. Um, imagine how proud his parents must feel. Yeah. And then quite a few of, of my friends knew him as well and they've just been posting pictures and videos of like the fun stuff that they got that they did together and he just looked like he always had so much fun dancing around to music and jamming and so yeah I think he he really made a big impact on big impact hashtag live like Andy I'm sure we certainly will Um, the next story we have at number four is is man it's inspiring we've had a tough two years with education in South Africa a tough two years. It's been fees must fall left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. And it's aggressive and it's angry and it's, there's conversations that have started and there's people that are, are not getting help from the system and there's people that deserve it and are not getting the help. And, um, the, the Savon Diam, uh, she's a daughter of a Stellenbosch farm workers. She's beat all the odds to become a doctor. Yeah. A doctor. A doctor. So she grew up. With nothing. Her parents were farm workers, both on the same wine farm. Um, and because of, the, this is one of the big discussions when it comes to fees must fall, is that she went to a basic school. So her schooling wasn't as good as maybe someone who went to a private school or whatever. And, and she didn't get the right grades to get into university. Um, but she did not let it stop her. So even though Incredible. she'd been through that experience, she knew she wanted to be a doctor from the age of like five five so she went for it 
She got a bridging course that they helped her with, um, yeah. student loans, the whole toot, and she's just become a flippin' doctor. I think it's an amazing, amazing story and pure determination and dedication. She didn't get the matric results like you said she wanted, so she did the bridging course. And I just think it's so fantastic when you have people with the goal and how much they, they push mm. to achieve that. Well done to her. You yeah. know what? I shared, I shared your friend's post uh, this David morning. Shields. Yeah. David Shields. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible story. Same thing. This this guy, all he wanted to do was was study. Yeah. And um, he applied for the NSFAS. And, and the way he explained it is um, you apply and then you either get an SMS or you don't. And if you get the SMS, then you have, um, you have money for half a, half a year, a semester mm. or whatever. And if you don't get an SMS, you don't have it. Mm. So it took him six years to get a degree, which should have taken him three yeah. because he would get a loan and then not and then get a loan and then not and then get it. It was like this back and forth, back and forth. Um, but in his spare time to make money, to make ends meet, he painted, he was a gardener, yeah. he built stuff. Hard. He became a security guard yeah. and he's got a degree in communications now. That's yeah. advertising, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Hey? And I love his a big smile on his face. Yeah. You know, going through all of that, still just so like happy and proud. Man, oh man, we're going to put both those stories up online. That's a, yeah. that's a number four double whammy. <laughs> um, and number three, we've got a nine year old South African who has raised thousands, of over 70,000 rand to save an orphaned baby rhino. Um, oh, you know, man. you know what irritates me about this? And I'll tell you now because I need to find the story. Um, what irritates me is that this was sent to me. And it was sent to me from ABC. So the person who sent it tagged in ABC News Australia mm-hmm. and BBC News. Yeah. He hasn't been on our mainstream media. How has South yeah. Africa not picked up on one like of how, our most how, endorsed sound How's that not possible? Not possible? So he, he was spoken about in our South African news, um, the beginning of the year when he started the project and the, the baby rhino was orphaned and all of those things. Um, and they sort of let it go to the wayside. He's just got two awards in Australia, oh like goodness. the Steve wow. Irwin award and another award that they've honored him. The government in Australia honored him. <laughs> Where is Where's this? Where is this? Where are we? Where is this? I don't see it on the front page of nothing, man. No. And he's a nine-year-old kid, kid that's literally just raised thousands and thousands. What the a cool kid. the yeah. amount, I, I'm going to get it wrong because I need to read this. Se- like over 75,000 rand he raised. And he's nine. Nine. Imagine everyone with a little bit of How a amazing. Kid yeah. Like More kids need to be like him. Imagine every school did a, you know, was able to coordinate such a thing where kids all came together and they could all, you know, say that they could raise something up to 50,000 rand each, you know. Yeah. It's important. It's important. That's our story at number three. I'm going to put that up online so you can read all about it. At number two, a homeless man's lonely story is a reminder that we need to acknowledge each other. Did you girls see this? Yes, I read this now, yeah. So this lady was on her way to a meeting in Pretoria and a homeless man caught her eye. Mm. It just caught her eye. He was, it's like there in the corner. And she thought, Shay, man, this oak's sitting there reading a Bible. I'm not sure something's pulling me towards him, whatever that universe is. So she stopped to speak to him. He, um, was shocked. And she still said, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. And he said, you didn't scare me. Yeah. Um, no one has spoken to me in years. <gasps> no one had acknowledged him. What? No one has spoken to me in years. I just, I, this is so surreal. No one has spoken to me in years. And and they spoke for a bit. And then she was like, oh, I really have to go. Like, I'm late for my meeting. I'm so sorry. Um, like, here's 20 bucks that I have on me. Please take it. And he didn't want it. And she said, please take it. Like, take it. Buy something. And then as she was walking away, he said, will you come back one day? Oh, man. And she was like, Could, of course. 
she went to a meeting and when she came back from a meeting she was like i need to spend time with this guy I need to just sit with him. Yeah. So she went and she sat with him and um, he like made a space on his little oh, cardboard man. thing for her and they sat and they just saw each other's humanness. Oh, that's so special. Have you ever? Oh, yeah. it's the simple things. Hey? It's it's the smallest simple things that can really make such a difference in someone's life. Just by being acknowledged. Just yeah, by being huge. acknowledged. I think it's important when you're sitting in traffic and you see someone or whatever. Yeah. Acknowledge, acknowledge. 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 Smile. Um, wave. Correct. Let's, let's all be human to each other. We're going to put that story up online as well. Uh, at number one, the taxi drivers who stopped traffic to help a student involved in a hit and run. Also yeah. in Pretoria. Um, yeah, humans are amazing when they do stuff together like that. Yeah. Just cool. Yeah. So the, this kid's mom, Bronwyn Engelbracht, put a post on Facebook. Um, her son had been had been in a hit and run. He was on a motorbike, yeah. and a car had hit him. And the the one taxi driver had seen it, tried to stop that car, but the car got away. And then um, a couple of taxis made a barricade around him to keep him safe from the other cars because he's now lying in the in the middle of the road and you can't move him because it's just been an accident and all of those things and and the taxi drivers all stopped and then a paramedic was busy driving to work and he saw it and he hopped out and he got involved and it was all these humans being human yeah all jumping out helping each other black white puerto rican gay it didn't matter everybody was there they were doing what they were doing and they got him off to hospital safely uh he had had to get an operation to fix his femur um he had a fracture and some steel pins but he had these angels around him yeah and and they were just humans they were just all just people who were there did they catch the guy they didn't didn't they didn't but it doesn't actually matter um, the real story karma is how, yeah. well, karma's real, right? Yeah. <laughs> the real story is, yeah. Karma's but a reality. It's so, so special that, you know, I mean, and I think with most taxi drivers, a lot of people kind of say, you know, oh, they're all so bad, but it's quite nice to hear a story of how, you know, they came together and, and helped this guy when he really needed them to. I think it's super important to, to, be speaking about stories like this because mm. a lot of the time we get lost in everything else. The bad news. Yeah. It, it happens so quickly. Yeah. It really does happen quickly. If you're not aware of what you're reading and what you're feeling in your mind, um, you get kind of caught up in everything else. I actually had a conversation yesterday. Someone asked me, why are you always so happy? Like, what the hell are you on? <laughs> Please tell me. What do you, do you, do you take vitamins in the morning? What's going on? And I said, no, I spend most of my day searching for good news. Good news yeah. Yeah. That's what I spend most of my day doing. Yeah. And that really does fulfill my mind. And it puts me in a different headspace. Yeah. And I promise you, you can do the same. Um, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Jeepers. I just love the good stuff. Cursed. Yes, of course. It's just good stuff all around, right? Only the good stuff. Only the good stuff. That's what we say here. It's the best day, Tuesdays. That's what we say, man. Man, oh, man. Um, other good stuff that's happening this weekend, and I'm quite excited. I've got a colleague who who is our show biz guru here at Cliff Central, who's um, who's going to be telling us a little bit about a massive party happening in Cape Town this weekend. I'm excited. I'm flying down just for it. Alan, how's it going? How you been to you well? I'm always well. I'm always well. I'm recovering from our Cliff Central carols. It was such a great oh, Sunday. Happy oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Um, <laughs> I've, I found out for the first time in my life that you could sing, which is quite exciting as well. well everyone can sing. This depends how you do it. <laughs> well, maybe uh, you're not meant to. But <laughs> you know, 
Brent, let me tell you two interesting things about good things. Everyone can sing. It might be in the, in the shower, but it's a nice way to sing. <laughs> you, everyone does it. It's an easy thing to do. Even if you can't do it, you can sing. I mean, that's a lovely well, I, I did. I did. I did say that my new my New Year's resolution is to uh, to go for singing lessons. So hopefully, I can come and join you. But that's not why we're here okay. today, Alan. We're here to speak about MCQP happening this weekend down in Cape Town. What is it all about? You know, the, this is the, one of the most interesting concepts. And about eleven or twelve years ago, I I did a thing on then three talk with Nolene with uh, a, a chap called. Uh, at that time, a guy called Ian. And let me tell you what happened. Brent, people, about three or three or four thousand people attended. That, oh, wow. In that space. It's now 14 or 15,000 people. Jeepers. Wow. It's, it, it's not, so it's called the Mother City Queer Project. But really, really, being queer has nothing to do with it. No, it's, it's, it's from, what, from what I understand, it's one big celebration. Yep. It's a celebration of just, just doing something original or being original, dressing up. And the whole thing is that um, people come together and they celebrate the fact that they, they, they find a theme and they do something that is queer-orientated. It's a weird word, queer. <laughs> but I mean, just life orientation in terms of getting dressed up and doing something fun. So this year, the, the, the theme is the musicals. Oh, again. Wow. Oh, that's so And cool. the nice thing about it is that, and last year it was, I mean, I must tell you that the year, a few years ago, I went to, uh, it's called uh, Made in China. Now, oh, I, I saw the thing. photos from that. That was epic. <laughs> okay. And what, what ended up happening is that people dressed up like sushi boxes. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay, and I must tell you that I wore a, a kimono. <laughs> a huge fan, seriously, a huge fan. And I, I kept blowing the fan saying, would you like a blow job? <laughs> in, in, but the idea is to use the theme as something original, different, clever. It's more about how do you think about being Different. Different. I, I, different. I mean, I, I'm going now 100%. I'm flying down. I'm going to be there for the event. I have no idea what I'm going to dress like. It's, it's got the musicals theme. I literally, I mean, it's, it's endless, the, the amount of things that I could get dressed up as. You know, the sad thing is that the theme originally was Bollywood. Yeah. And then a lot of people got upset that, well, no complaints about why would you use a an Indian theme for the concept. The idea was that it could have been made in India, it could be whatever you want. It wasn't the point. Yeah. But people got offended, so they changed it to the musicals. Now, first and foremost, I love the way you say the musicals. So she mm-hmm. brings, I can see you dressing up as Annie. The sun will come out. Tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, bet your bottom dollar, bottom on to dollar. <laughs> but, but, I just thought I'd go as a, I'd love to go as a, as a fiddle. It's a musical, I mean. That, that works, it's like the orchestra a, in a musical. In a musical. Uh, of course. And someone should go as a trombone and go, oh, and a, a bum drum or uh, <laughs> and a flute. So don't blow the flute, you know, that's, no, the, the whole thing is to be clever 
and be original to the, the concept of what you can do. Man, I'm excited. When when, when is it happening? It's on Saturday, right? Well, it's happening on Saturday, the yeah, the 17th, and it's going to be something quite clever. It, it always is. And the, you get now 15,000 people, and they come in and they, 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 they pull off stuff. They, I cannot believe people have the time to do this. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Brent, it's, it's original stuff and it's, it's good stuff. I'm excited. And people uh, make such an effort. Alan, is it in Cape Town? Where, where about is it in Cape Town? Well, it is in Cape Town. It's happening at the Zip Zap Circus, which is in the center of town. And it's going to be a fun thing. And but most importantly, and Brent, it must be said that you've got straight people, gay people. Colored people, black people, white people, women, men, and all of the people coming together and doing something fun and original. And that's what's great. And I must tell you something that, that is quite incredible that it is, it's really not a difficult process that it just dress up and come into it and be there. And no one cares what you look like. But please, I give you one favor in life make sure you look different and original. Well, I'm ex- it's a dress-up. It's a dress-up. It's not... It's, it, and you see people that, that paint themselves in gold and <laughs> the best makeup artists coming there. And it's, it's, some, it's the MCQP. It's been going on for years. It's a wonderful event. It starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Are there, are there still the tickets time. available should people want to sort of get tickets still now? Well, absolutely. I mean, I would imagine it's on... Like, some, it must be compute ticket or something like that, or quick tick. Yeah, All right, I'm, I'm going to put I'm going to put the links up online so that people can uh, follow it from my social media feeds. It's and a fun cause... thing to do, and I tell you something, it's a nice way that people come together because it's fun to dress up and be indifferent always. I am excited. I'm going to be Facebook living from there on Saturday. I'm going to have my Facebook live on. You're going to love it. So that, love it. so that people can get involved. And I'm excited to see you down in the mother city. And I am here. I must tell you that the weather is beautiful. The sun is shining and, uh, and the sun will come out, come out tomorrow. The sun will come out tomorrow. We get- I, I, I would recommend certain musicals like the, everyone. I would imagine people will all arrive as Phantom of the Opera. You can see it's happening. Um, but I think if you're clever, dress up like an instrument. Well, that's, that's the advice from Alan Ford. Dress up like an instrument for the MCQP this week, Saturday. I'm going to be there. Alan's going to be there. A whole bunch of Cape Townians, South Africans. Uh, in, I've heard international Everyone. people are coming yeah. too. Over 15,000 oh, people. Many, many. They come up, you know, people go off to Berlin for that type of party. Yeah. And they go to Sydney or they go to Rio or they go to New York. And this is Africa's biggest type of just bringing people together. And it is called the Mother City Queer Project. But the queer thing is just being. It's, it's, it comes and from I history. Think, it's for everybody. No, but, but being gay is a thing. That means that you are that brave to do. And that's why the dress up is important. Just do something original. Um, and it, it, that's what's about. I'm excited. Alan, I'll see you on Saturday. Um, have a great time in Cape Town this week. Lots of wine, now, lots of before parties. Before you, you leave me, okay, I want to say one thing. You were chatting about the, the doctor. Yes. Uh, in, in one of your stories. And you said something that I knew how to change my disposition about something. Yes. That you come, 
you made a statement that she or he came from nothing. Let me tell you something, Brent. Nobody comes from nothing. The fact is that money or having money means that you come from something. Now, money is not, money is just a substance, an energy. It's material, it's not everything. Yeah. The thing is that they came from something. To do something, you must be something. And so now we start to think of a different word. They came from everything, but it wasn't financial. I love that. So keep that in mind in terms of we didn't, or some people didn't come from nothing. They just didn't have the resources or the money. And you know what, hopefully, we, hope, hopefully together, Alan, all of us um, that just want to do good and, and make things happen, hopefully together we can all give – you come from everything, but hopefully as South Correct. Africans we can give each other the resources to just empower each other and to really um, become the great nation that we're supposed that to be. Sitting every, in every place on the earth are people that are not resourced, but they have everything. Because they have it. They were given it. And yeah. they just don't know how to direct it. You're 100% right. So that's what education does and that's what money does. We love you, Alan Ford. You're incredible. We're going to chat to you later. I'll see you on Saturday. Lots of love. And by the way, oh, happy day. <laughs> Cheers, Alan. Take care. Lord mercy. <laughs> I became black and white in... I seriously thought that I was a Well, you are, you are, you are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send everybody that podcast as well. Take care. We gotta go. We're running out of time. Um, have yeah. a, gra- have a great week. Cheers. Bye. That's Alan Ford. He's one of the, I mean, he's our showbiz guru here on Cliff Central. He just does amazing work and he's passionate about South Africa and he's always doing really good things. Um, I surround myself with good people, inspirational South Africans. And it's no difference. Every week we get to meet fabulous, amazing, Phenomenal South Africans. Um, and, and the Huddle Up girls have grabbed somebody and brought them into studio. She's our special guest. You're moving stuff. It's crazy. It's, it's all the microphones on. Yeah. So they've brought, um, who, who have you got here today? Let's, let's go through this. Well, we actually got, um, an email a couple of weeks ago explaining, uh, Chaya's story and it was very moving and we've, we've, uh, been in contact via email, but we actually haven't met formally until today. Um, but you've got a magnificent story and, um, we're really hoping to help and we would like the both of you to explain a little bit more about Hughes Haven and what you have been doing, um, this past year. And I know that there are a lot of changes happening soon, um, in terms of moving property and getting other people on board. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to get closer to the mic. Whoever's talking, whoever's here to say, their beautiful words. You both look like you could uh, speak a lifetime, but come closer to the mic. Get close there. Um, so, I mean, the story that I got is that you run an orphanage, um, but it's all been very unexpected. It was unplanned. Uh, you had these kids. None of the mothers came back for them, and suddenly you were faced with the fact that you had an orphanage. Yes, that's true. Okay, so have you got the mic there? you got to get up close and personal. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, Chaya, welcome to welcome to the good stuff. It's great to have you here. Um, tell us a little bit more about your this initiative. Um, I'm working there in that orphanage. Um, that's true. She has got a lot of kids. That those kids they've been up and doing with her. At firstly, she was running as a daycare. So she was a daycare. And that's why yes. the kids were there in the first yeah. place. Yes. Okay. So and then she ended up. Uh, she started that. Uh, in Yuval, 
In Yeovil. Yeah, that yeah. was her daycare. And then she started on 2014, started to be a home. So the, the, they had all these kids and the mothers didn't come back and she had to turn it into an orphanage. Yes. How many kids do you currently have there? Twelve. Twelve kids that you're looking after. And what sort of, what sort of ages do they range in? Are they little? Are they sort of toddlers? Are they primary school? They're still little. Still little kids? Yeah. And do you have any idea where their parents are? No. No idea. There's no trace for them. No, no idea. Um, Paige, do you know, are they, are they, are they registered as a non-profit now? Is that sort of where they are and what they're doing? Yes, you do, you do have all your registered, um, certifications for your non-profit organization. And that's how we're hoping to, to help. And I know that, um, a company straight have come through and they, they did a Christmas party for the kids. And they've actually said that they wanted to put, um, two of the, the ladies there on a first aid course as well as doing the vegetable garden to at least help alleviate any, uh, food security issues that, you know, Chai might be facing. Well, I mean, this is what you do. This is, this is your forte and yeah. this is where you get involved. It's incredibly tragic at this time of year to have 12 little kids, little babies, um, that, that don't have their moms, but they have Chaya who doesn't, she doesn't want to talk. She, she's not comfortable on radio. She's sitting here. So we're, we're going to post photos of her, but, um, they're lucky. They are lucky that they have you. And, mm-hmm. and that is, you need to know that you're, you're very modest. Um, you have these little kids. They are, they're incredibly lucky to have you. And, uh, we want to get whatever help we can to help you and these kids in Yeovil. Mm-hmm. Um, is the home, I mean, what, what do you guys need? What, what, what do you guys really need? Findings. Findings. Yeah. Findings is big because it costs money to look after these kids. Yeah, it does. You need baby food, you need baby goods, you need all of these things to look after the kids. Paigey, what are we going to do? Are we going to, I mean, what are we going to do to help you? So we're going to go and evaluate um, the whole area. I know you you haven't moved yet to the new property, so we're going to be um, seeing what the new property looks like and how we can help in any way. Um, I know that we need to find funding for rent, water, electricity, salaries for the caregivers that are looking after all 12 of these uh, yeah, you would need children. You would need caregivers helping. And that is one of the main things. I know it's Christmas here as well but um, uh, it is a Christmas time the caregivers have given all their time for, for next to nothing for free um, because of the love for the children and I think it's a big thing that we really need to get the full story of what people are actually doing for these children beyond themselves um, it's very humbling actually um, it is it, yeah. uh, it's you so, know it, it's Christmas time mm-hmm. and, and if you if you're listening right now um, and you have something that you can give Jillian Jillian Benson I know you listen to the show <laughs> hello Jillian I, I know that you are passionate about little babies and looking after little ones um, I as soon as the show is done is I'm going to do a little bit of a drive on my social media to try and just gather support and find goods and, and baby things that we can help with mm. um, no one deserves to be wanting or needing or anything any time of the year but over christmas it's highly important yeah and i mean just another uh, there's a whole list of needs that do need to be addressed but i know that um there is uh the salaries for the caregivers and i know that if you need to go home in order for um family personal issues um so we're hoping that by thursday we allow we will be able to have collected some sort of funding that can 
uh, go through salaries for the caregivers. Well, Paige and Kirst, yeah. what you girls do as well is just absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. You're constantly helping those that are in need. I call what you do a dating site for charities because you literally, you find the right people to help the charities in need. And, and what you ladies are doing is just phenomenal. So thank you for all your work. Thank um, you what is, the, what the is the name of the, the, the orphanage? It's called Hughes Haven. Hughes Haven. Yes. And it's in Yeovil. Yeah. Uh, no, it's in Limbro Park. In Limbro Park. Park. Yeah. Okay, so it, started in, yeah. it started in Yeovil. You moved to Limbro Park. Yes. Okay. So I, I missed that step there. Um, <laughs> what I'm going to do is, is also directly after the show, I'm going to get all of your details, the online stuff. Um, if you have any, anywhere where people can get involved and that they can donate and that they can give back. Um, and we're going to get you support for these 12 little kids and all your caregivers. Um, thank you for all you do. It's, uh, <laughs> It's overwhelming and humbling to meet someone who is so giving. Um, and I promise you, she doesn't want to go on air. I'm almost in tears. This is a little bit crazy. Uh, girls, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having today. us all it's, the time. Thank, thank you, you for so having us. Thank you. It's, um, it's great to have you in studio with us and, uh, and just always here, Paige and Kirsty, doing the good work that you do. And for you guys to come and spend a full hour with me has oh, just been, you. this has been like a Christmas present. Yes, for me. thank you for that. Yeah. It's been a little bit of a Christmas present. Um, we've spent, a whole hour chatting about good news, inspirational stories, meeting inspirational human beings. Um, we got Alan Ford, uh, who's an inspirational guy, telling us about MCQP, which uh, I'm going to be at on Saturday. I'm excited for that. And um, all of the good news stories that we've, we've spoken about. And as Alan said, everybody is born with everything. Unfortunately, some just don't have the resources and it's our job to hand those over to help and to give them back. Um, the top five good news stories that we chatted about, uh, we're going to be putting online as well so that you can get hold of that. And Kirst has got a little shout out that she wants to do. Are you going to say hi to your mom? Yes. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I just wanted to ask, um, to the listeners out there, if you do have any donations, uh, to please contact myself, Kirst, at huddleup.co.za or page at huddleup.co.za. Uh, we're more than happy to come through and collect them from you or if you, um, could meet us somewhere, please, any donations. We've got about a hundred boxes that we still need to get through and, and deliver. So the more the merrier for everyone. No, for reals, man. I, I, um, have a space in my office. That, uh, that, Paige, I'm not chasing you out. <laughs> um, I have a space in my office, uh, my actual office. We have a full space where we stock up all of our donations. That's for Paige and Kirst. And then when, when it's ready to be collected, we phone them and they somehow come to us and they stock up things. Bring a bucky. They yeah. bring a bucky and they fill it up and then they go and do good things with all the stuff they have. Um, I do this every week and I believe it more than, more now than ever is that, um, we're in this together and the only way we'll get through whatever this is, is together. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. It's so important. I'm going to leave you with this for this week. Let all those you encounter leave happier and better than they were before. Have gentleness in your eyes and kindness in your smile. Love intentionally, extravagantly, and unconditionally. For the broken world waits in darkness for the light that is you. Uh, that is the good stuff for this week. Carry that with you all week long. Um, if you want to catch up with any other shows, just visit cliffcentral.com. They all live there. We've got so much of good stuff. Uh, and like I always say as well, sometimes I see stuff on Facebook that's trending right now that we spoke about a year ago so our shows are always relevant they're always new um, you can always tap into them to get some of that good stuff thank you I hope you all have an incredibly terrific Tuesday cliffcentral.com